Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back, everybody, to a bonus episode of the Chasing Tales Outdoor Podcast. I am your host, Walt, and I am joined by the king of bass fishing himself, Chase Prince. Dude, how you doing? Oh, man, I am doing great, bud. I, I don't think I deserve to be the king of bass fishing by any stretch of the imagination, but <laughs> sounds good. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I say that because today we are announcing the second annual Yakking for Bass Challenge. And last year you took took home first place for the creators uh, division. And so until the end of this tournament, you are still the best bass fisherman uh, in the podcasting world, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> National champion. <laughs> yeah, man. The, the only... The only thing I'm I've kind of upset about is I thought I was going to be the champ for 366 yeah. days this year <laughs> because it was the leap year, but then we yeah. all got together and decided to do it earlier this year, so yeah, yeah. I won't be able to hold on to the crown unless I win again uh, for the full 366 days <laughs> that I thought I was going to have it. <laughs> oh, man. So, guys, uh, the first time we tried to record this, it was a debacle, and we're laughing. We're having a good time now, and that's the point of this tournament is just to have a good time. This is a low-stakes charity event, and we've got one goal, to raise money for TakeMeFishing.org, which is a one-stop shop. If you're wanting to get into fishing, that is the place to go. It's recruiting the next generation of fishermen and women, and... We're just trying to pass time between, you know, the end of turkey season, which when this tournament launches, it will pretty much be the end of turkey season for most of the country, and deer season, which at that point will seem like it's six light years away, and uh, we're just trying to fill that that void and have a good time doing it. There's no cash payout. It's super low stakes. Uh, we're going to kind of go over some of the, the high-end questions or topics that we think you need to know right now in a brief podcast, and I think the first and foremost is... This is not about the weight of a bass. This is what is considered an online kayak bass fishing tournament. You can use a paddle board or a canoe as well, but you know we'll probably refer to it as a kayaking uh, tournament. You can't use a bass boat. You can't fish from the bank. Um, it is artificials only, and it's a five fish total length submission. So what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to measure the length of that fish on a on what's considered a bump board. There'll be a link in the show notes if you're interested and you're going to add up the five longest fish that you catch for the entire uh tournament and that's going to be how you place. Yeah. Yeah, that that's, sounds pretty simple to me. The the only kind of thing you miss is you, you can't use a gas-powered motor. Correct. During Good the point. tournament. You can yep. use a trolling motor, but nothing that's gas-powered. 
Yeah, no, that that's a good point. Um, all of this is ran through a, an app called TourneyX. You can go online, uh, sign up, or you can download the app on your phone. And it's a one-stop shop. You're going to pay the small fee that gets in to get you into the tournament, and you're going to take your photos and submit them there. Uh, the rules are posted in the app for the, for the tournament. But again, guys, this is low stakes. It's a $25 fee five of which goes to Tourney X, who ho- who's generous enough to host this event. And uh, the rest of it, you know, we're going to buy some prizes as we go. But our goal this year is to beat our goal last year, which was $350. We cut a check to conservation for $350. This year, Chase, I'll be honest with you, my goal is $600. I would love to see us be able to donate a check for $600. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, last year, what did we have? About 54 people in the tournament, yeah. which was a yeah. great turnout for a first tournament. I mean, if you look at some of the kayak bass and fishing tournaments for the state of Florida, Georgia, all that, uh, we were ahead of them last year with the amount of participants that we had. So we're looking to amp that up this year. It'd be great if we could get 75 to 100 people uh, in this tournament because this is a nationwide tournament. I mean, literally yep. – or even worldwide tournament. If you've got a kayak or one of these pad- a paddleboard or a canoe, and you can get out on the water, catch bass, and you have a cell phone to use the app to measure these fish to send them in uh, to Walter so he can judge them, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can participate in this tournament. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's 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 global, and and so this is how um, ours is different. It's a month long. So the purpose of this being a month long is, one, it's meant to pass time, and a weekend tournament is just entirely too short. Two, if the weather's bad and it's only a week long ter- or weekend or week-long tournament, you may not get a chance to fish. And three, we have dedicated a, a Facebook group called the Yakin' for Bass Challenge, and anybody who's in the tournament is, is invited to join that group. We get to talk crap for an entire month, and I'm going to tell you something right now. I personally needed the entire month last year. If it had been a weekend or a two-week or even a three-week tournament, dude, it would have been an utter embarrassment on my end because <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I don't think I placed my fifth fish until like halfway through the third week. It was, it was tough. But part of that was also due to the time that we picked last year. And this year we're going with a, a slightly different time frame. Right. Yeah. We we spoke with uh, the creators that are going to be a part of this tournament. And we all kind of came up with uh, this time frame is probably being the best to get people involved. Yeah, so April 15th to May 15th. Um, it lands on some funny days, but it gives us an exact month. Uh, it kind of straddles uh, the spawn up north, and when the spawn's wrapping up down here, it's a little bit cooler weather, so the fish aren't deep if you're in the deep south, but it's not too cold up north to where you can't actually get on fish as well because they'll be pre-spawning up there. So I, I think this is a good time frame for everybody, and you touched on something that I left off. This is a creator tournament, and what I mean by that is you get to fish against some of your favorite outdoor channels or podcasts chasing tales. If you're listening to this podcast, obviously you are a fan of the show and you get to fish against me and chase Parker McDonald of Southern Graham, the whitetail distraction. Uh, it's a podcast up in the PA area. Awesome dudes. And then G2 outdoors, Greg Godfrey, the godfather of saddle hunting is also a a diehard kayak fisherman. And he's going to be in this tournament as well. So you get to fish against the guys that you watch on a routine basis and embarrass us. And here's the, Here's the kicker. We don't take a, we don't take anything. If we if we manage to beat you, and it's not likely that we will, because we had some stellar fishermen join this pot, uh, tournament last year. 
if we beat you, we're just going to give you the prize. We're not we're not looking to take anything from you guys. This is all about you guys. It's all about raising uh, raising funds and having a good time. Yeah, no doubt. We we literally did not make a dime off of the tournament last year. Every uh, nickel and dime or penny that we had extra left over got donated to conservation, and that was our goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this isn't for profit, obviously. That that's a, that's a great point. Um, yeah. We're doing this because we we enjoy the idea. We enjoy the the camaraderie that comes from that. And I tell you what, man, uh, Austin and Chuck from that Whitetail Distraction, they are the kings of memes. And if you're in that Facebook group, you are going to see on the daily basis some of the most gut-bustingly hysterical memes you've ever seen. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I was part of those memes last year on the good side and and the bad side, but uh, yeah, yeah. I got a great laugh every day by just logging on to either yeah. Instagram or Facebook, just just That's seeing it. what they were going to come up with next. They've they've already <laughs> created some memes <laughs> this season uh, that that we've been privy to so far. Uh, so yeah. they're, they're stepping yeah. their game up already. Uh, I oh, think yeah. they're I think they're locked and loaded, ready to roll. Yeah. Um, Looking for a good time. Uh, it, it'll be a great time, and we encourage everybody to to join that Facebook group. Yeah. yeah. So, what, what's yeah, the I name mean, of that Facebook group that they can go to to find out more about everything? It's the Yakking for Bass Challenge Tournament Group. Uh, that is its literal name. If I'm not mistaken, I'm going to double check that right now. Now that I said that so affirmatively, I'm pretty certain that's the name of the group. Yeah, it was a good time. We we posted the last time we did the tournament. We would post uh, weekly little prizes or little tournaments within the tournament last year uh, where we gave away quite a few prizes uh, on a weekly basis uh, to people and it was just a fun kind of way to get everybody involved and not necessarily maybe the the leaders of the tournament but anybody could have won that week if you caught like a 14 and a half fish you posted a picture of you with your fish that week Um, so it's just a fun way to get everybody involved and everybody a chance to kind of win something last season. Exactly, exactly. And this year we're going to have a Big Bass Challenge in that group. So if you join, this is only if you join the group. Okay, guys, this is not part of Tourney X. But if you join the group, we're going to have a Big Bass Challenge. There's going to be a post in there. You can submit your largest fish, delete the ones. You know, if you if you catch a bigger one later, you can delete it. We'll take your largest. And the winner's going to receive a special prize. So um, it's a good time. It really is. And, you know, honestly, we got to meet some really cool people, uh, people that, that uh, actually some of which I still talk to on a regular basis, as it is now. Um, we got to learn a lot and have a good time. So, um Chase, I've only got a couple pieces of business left, and then we're going to wrap this up uh, with with a, with a little funny twist at the end of this. And that is, if you're if you're listening to this and you're already part of a, another fishing tournament, you can still enter for this fishing tournament. We're not restricting you. This is a fun a fun time that you can uh, you know jump on. If you can't fish until halfway through, we're going to leave registration open for the first three weeks of this tournament, um, and you can sign up at any point in time. Again, it's only twenty five bucks. Five of that goes to Tourney X. Uh, the other twenty bucks are going to go to, towards prize and or a check to conservation and uh it's just it's a for fun tournament so if you take it super serious this might not be uh, the one for you but if you want to have a good time cut up uh have a chance to win some awesome prizes we we're, we're still working with a lot of people to 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 line up those prize packages so i really encourage everybody to go check it out the links will be in the show notes below so if you're listening to this just scroll down you can click on the link it'll take you to the the tournament group and it'll also take you to tourney x where you can download the app so uh 
Chase, I think we've covered just about everything that we've got. Am I wrong? No, I would just like to give a, a quick shout out to uh, the winner of last year's Yakin for Bass uh, yeah. Challenge. It was Anthony Winkleman. Uh, I believe he was from Kentucky, of all states, that <laughs> ended up winning the tournament, guys. So don't just think that the, the Florida people or uh, some of the people from the South are going to uh, dominate the tournament. Uh, a fella from Kentucky last year who – he didn't even know about it through the podcast. He actually saw it through the app and signed yep. up for it. And he was the uh, the eventual winner. And we had, I think, Andy Thompson Jr. And then Lane Baker that rounded out the top three uh, last year who all were uh, in it for the prizes. We just gave prizes to one, two, and three right. last year. And then we had other prizes involved as well um, as a weekly. And then we, we gave away some for just registering a fish last year. Right, right. Well, and, and also, you know, I just want to point out, Lane was from PA. Right. You know, Lane was like two inches. I think I think what the, the, the margin that separated first and, and last was only like, what, four inches or something like that, dude? I mean, like. Yeah, it, it wasn't much. No, no. So, a PA boy uh, brought home third. Um, so, and, and that's like third overall. That wasn't even, you know, third amongst the, 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 the you were the highest, weren't you? Like, and you barely cracked the top ten. I mean, there's some yeah, really good people in that eighth. tournament. In the tournament, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and then I think I think Austin brought up like 49th or something. I, I don't remember. <laughs> Anyways, it, it, that's that's besides the point. I, you know, he'll he'll do better this go. But to end this, I want to do something fun, and I think what we should do is we should name our favorite memory from the tournament. So you go first and put you on the spot. What was your favorite memory from last year's tournament? Wow. Well, I'll say I probably had two. Can I go with that? I had two Rocket, favorite dude. memories from the tournament last year, yeah. like fishing-wise. Uh, probably yep. uh, number one was uh, is probably one for myself, is I went out like probably the last week, and I ended up upgrading like three fish to pretty much pass uh, the couple of creators that were ahead of me at the time, and then was able to hold them <laughs> off for like the last five or six days of the tournament, I just kept logging on every day. Like, all right, who's supposed to fish? Who's, who's, who's ahead of me? Am I going to have to keep going out? Um, but I just kept, it was just one of those weird days where I went out and pretty much there was like three fish that I caught in a row, uh, in different areas that were all like a half inch to an inch upgrade for me to be able to, uh, get ahead of the rest of the creators. And the second one was, meeting up with uh, you and Greg Godfrey at Lake Seminole and yep. him catching that basically <laughs> Mondo fish on a Cinco. Uh, yep. And then basically <laughs> watching his whole interaction while catching the fish was, I mean, he was screaming and yelling and the fish was jumping in the <laughs> air and I wasn't too far from him when he caught it. And then him yelling, where's Walt? Where's Walt? Because <laughs> you were a ways away from the rest of us. So that, yeah. that's, that, that definitely is in the top two for sure. Well, the crazy thing was that was the first largemouth bass he's ever caught, and it was an eight-pound bass. I mean, can you believe that? I mean, that's kudos <laughs> to Greg, buddy. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's okay. the largest fish he's ever caught. Was oh, it, it definitely was the largest. What and he was, was hollering at me. I was, like, on the other side of the lake. And he's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, and you guys can go check that out on his YouTube channel because he got yeah. it all on uh, film, and it, it's it's there in the archives of the G2 Outdoorsman. Awesome plug, man. That's cool. Yeah, both of us, I think you've got a GoPro for this upcoming tournament, don't you? Yeah, I do have a GoPro. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see I'm going to try and do my best to take mine out as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. Hopefully, we can might get be some embarrassing on my end though. <laughs> some footage, <laughs> you catching all those fish. Let's yeah, go that's around. It. 
<laughs> oh man. Well, okay. So my first, I'm going to do two if you've got two. And my my first was, so my seasons, my my tournament started off really tough, and I'm a hyper competitive person. Very, very competitive, and I I didn't even realize it until, like, we got this going, and I think it was one of those things where it kind of consumed me there for a little while. I didn't realize just how, like, in in the zone I had become, and I couldn't catch anything, and I got a hot tip about bass fishing at night with frogs, and so my little brother and I went out there, and I haven't logged a fish yet the entire time. And we're in the dark, and there's gators, like, everywhere. And I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. Every time I paddle, it, like, bumps something. It was a 14-foot gator. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm out there with this frog on the top going, go, 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 and your light's off. And all of a sudden, you just hear, boom. And you're like, I wonder what that was. And you realize your, your, your rod's going crazy, and you're trying to hurl this, like, basically ski this fish across the surface to keep him from like going down around the pads. And that was the first fish that I caught. And he was like 18 and a half inches. And it was so funny to me that because up until that point, everybody kept thinking that like Walter's just got this monstrous cart because you can put fish in your quote unquote live well and then upload them later if you don't have cell service. So people kept being like, oh, I think Walter's just like, you know, messing with us. Walter's just messing with us. And when I, when I launched that fish and I woke up the next day, I woke up to like nine text messages like, dude, go ahead and upload the rest. I'm like, <laughs> hate to disappoint, but that's the only fish I caught that night. <laughs> but it was just, it, it was fun. And then I think my second favorite has nothing to do with fishing at all. But it was that same trip with Greg. After after we got fit done fishing that night, we went to this hole-in-the-wall breakfast, supper, like, waffle house type joint. I think it was called, like, Yesterday's Food Tomorrow or something like that. Or maybe that's what it we named like it. Yesterday's Diner or something? Yesterday's Diner. And I think I think Greg's buddy, gosh, I can't remember his name. I hope he's not listening right now. But he named it, like, Yesterday's Food Tomorrow or something like that. Because we sat there for, like, three hours trying to get something to eat. But we're in the middle of nowhere. Everything was shut down. It was just this one diner we could go to. So yeah, yeah, we'd actually tried to pull up to a fast food restaurant, and it had just closed like yeah. literally the second that we were pulling up to it, and we had to go. <laughs> they to that cut the place. lights off. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I still think I still don't think Greg's gotten his food from that, from that diner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was funny. That was a good time. That was. I can't wait. I know everybody's going to try and link up this year uh, to to do a fishing trip, and that's going to be a good time. So. You know, I, I promise we keep this one short, guys, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, honor our word there. But uh, the, in the show notes are the link to the tournament, uh, the creators' different channels, the different podcasts that are going to be involved. And I just want to emphasize one last time: this is for fun. If you're a bad fisherman, you're in good company because I'm right there with you. I, I, I've already put it out there: I'm a terrible bass fisherman. I struggled mightily last year, but this is a good time. You, you're going to make friends doing the tournament. Join the Facebook group and help us uh, donate to. to to a worthy cause. I'm looking forward to meeting some uh, new people that, that sign up for this tournament and getting to interact with you all during the tournament because that, that's the best part about it is the uh, the interaction, especially on the Facebook page. Uh, it, it's, it's a great time, so I encourage yeah. everybody who has a kayak or a canoe or paddleboard uh, to get on board for, like you said, a good cause, the takemefishing.org, and just to, just to have fun to kind of pass some time in between seasons. Absolutely. All right, guys, all the information you need is in the show notes before. We're going to do another episode soon interviewing the creators that you're going to get to fish against. We're going to kind of pick the highlights from their tournament, give you a, a, a super fast rundown of each of the guys that you get to fish against. And I just can't thank you enough for supporting the show. So no matter what you do until you hear the next episode of this podcast, get outside and enjoy the great outdoors and tell somebody about Chasing Tales.